Hi, I'm Michelle Friedman, Chair of Pastoral Counseling at Yeshivat Chovevei Torah, here with Pastoral Parsha, and welcoming Dr. Rachel Yehuda, who is a guest lecturer at Yeshivat Chovevei Torah and co-author of the book with me, The Art of Jewish Pastoral Counseling, A Guide for All Faiths. Today, we're talking about Parshat Toldos, and we're going to talk about a theme that we've certainly been wending its way from the very beginning of the Bible, but we're really going to explore today, and that is sibling rivalry, especially the role of parents in having favorites and what the impact of favorites is. So the first story of sibling rivalry is that of Cain and Abel. And it's striking. We have no information about the parents' relationships, about Adam and Eve's preferences for either of these sons. Actually, what happens in this story is that it seems that God prefers Abel's sacrifice, and Cain gets murderously jealous and kills Abel in his rage. But we don't know anything about Adam or Eve's reactions to their sons. And then the text gets richer and deeper, and the next set of siblings we have is that of the children of, there's half-siblings, the children, the sons of Sarah and Hagar. So those are Isaac and Ishmael. And we don't really know much about how these boys get along um, when they're younger, but the text implies that there is trouble as they get older, and Sarah, in her effort to protect her son and his destiny, insists that Abraham banish Ishmael. Today's story is that of Jacob and Esau. Yes, and here we have a story of twins. Um, they're full brothers. We don't know if they're identical or fraternal, but... Um, Seems from how they look, they might be fraternal. <laughs> we really don't know. These are children that were conceived by the same action and uh, really are in every way meant to be close paired brothers. But it doesn't end up that way. I mean, in the, in the former story of Isaac and Ishmael, we don't know how much time they spent together, and they were born many, many years apart. So, and to two parents, to two different mothers who were um, adversaries in and some way. vastly different social standings and backgrounds. Absolutely. So the fact that there might be some um, sibling disparity there, which we actually don't know. Right. But that happens much, much later in the history of the Jews, the, de the descendants of Isaac and Ishmael. We don't really know how they interacted, but in this story, these are twins. And so it's interesting to see where it goes offline, how it goes offline, and um, how parents might contribute to the rivalry. Right, and in this story, which the it starts really around verse, in terms of the rivalry, is verses 25 and 29 going forward, we have the very well-known story that the boys grow up, and Asav, who is uh, a man of the field, uh, while Jacob is home, comes back hungry from the field, asks, uh, Asav asks his um, brother for some stew, 
and um, Jacob says, okay, I'll give it to you, but you've got to give me your birthright. So there is this sense of a kind of a trickiness, a kind of, of Esau having uh, impetuous judgment, and Jacob taking advantage of his brother's weakness. Right. Well, even the idea that there is a birthright is a setup for sibling rivalry. Right. I mean, why couldn't it just be equal? Why does there have to be, speaking as an eldest child, <laughs> is not fair. Right. Uh, because that in itself sets up a rivalry. And when you're talking about twins that are born moments apart, and the interesting uh, little story about why Jacob is called Jacob, because he actually tried uh, to grab the heel of his brother to emerge first, which is a cute little story. And the, um, and the Bible is always setting up that tension. While there is primogeniture in, in that the first son inherits, mm -hmm. all of the stories are upsetting that from the get-go. It's yes. the second son who triumphs. So the Bible is setting up the, uh, the situation and then reversing it again and again, possibly to let us make us think about is this the way things should be? Should one child be favored? Should one child get all of the inheritance or most of the inheritance? Right. And then we could think about the fact that different parents might have different favorites and how that might contribute to rivalry. Um, even given a situation of primogenitor, how can you establish a better dynamic so there isn't rivalry? Um, or, or does it necessarily breed rivalry? Just the whole question, I mean, in this story, Rebecca's um, strength as a parent and her formidable nature in kind of guiding the hand of history also has dire consequences. Yes, yes it has dire consequences certainly on the on the sons going forward and the destiny and their destinies but if you think about it in everyday context where we see the impact of favoritism even you know much more subtle favoritism parents who prefer a child because that child shares the parents traits that child is more athletic that child is more musical that child is more intellectual and the other children or child the other child feel it and the reaction to feeling like the unfavored one is never good. Yeah, I agree. I mean, in this story, eventually Isaac does come up with two different blessings and it is totally appropriate to give every child a blessing that is unique and specific to that child. So there really shouldn't be a standard of my blessing is better than your blessing. You have two very different children that actually wouldn't have worked for them to have the same blessing because they're so different from the outset. And so the question is really how you recognize and accept two very different children, even that share DNA. <laughs> we don't even know how much um, in this case they are identical, but we know that they're different and the same and how you can really honor and respect two very different children without creating a collision or a war or um, a need to sort of have conflict for generations to come. Right, and so much of parenting is that tension between 
oh, I really like this child so much because he or she mirrors me in some way, in contrast to supporting the weaknesses and cherishing the strengths of each child in his or her own way. Perhaps that's really our takeaway today, is that that's the challenge of parents, is to do the internal work of loving each child and figuring out where the parents' own impulses come from. That's a great final thought. Okay, and pretty soon we're going to get to talk about Jacob (laughs) and his sons, where rivalry becomes near lethal. Thank you for listening to the Pastoral Parsha with Dr. Michelle Friedman and Dr. Rachel Yehuda on Parshat Toldot, brought to you by Yeshivat Chobevei Torah Rabbinical School. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe. Tune in next week for Parshat Vayetze. We're also pleased to announce a brand new podcast with Rabbi Dove Linzer called Egros Moshe A to Z that started this week, available on SoundCloud, iTunes, and wherever podcasts are found.